Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer Jake and my wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. Hey, Hey, Lisa. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Ready to get into this hate. That's great because this week we have a topic for our hate and we're doing a part two. It's human behavior part two. Things that people do that just make me angry that I can't stand. (laughs) Like Like what? Like breathing. Like breathing? No. No. Everybody has to breathe, Lisa. Yeah, but sometimes you just get annoying because they do. But not everybody has to watch me work. And that's one of the things I hate is when people watch me work. Like over your shoulder on the computer? Or or when I'm actually doing some physical work. And you know who is who is absolutely the worst at this? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it I has to be somebody else. Move on. I don't need no, no, Joe. No, we're not moving on. Joe, it's, it's Lisa. Well, what are you doing when I'm watching? She is, well, there was one time we were actually outside and I was trimming up the holly bush, which I also hate. I hate holly bushes. And now, thankfully... I got to trim that holly bush down to the ground last year. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put a hops plant over top of it this year. Nice. But I was working on it, and the neighbor comes out, and Lisa's sitting there in, uh, you know, <laughs> she's actually got the yard chair out. I'm That's up on the wine. ladder, sitting there watching me work, and, and Kayla's standing next to her, my daughter's standing next to her. And <laughs> the neighbor comes out and goes, What is the TV broken? What's going on here? I was watching for bees. No, you just watching me, watching me. Yeah, sitting in the chair going, hey, there's a bee. Right. Hey, might Joe, not, there's a bee over there. Looks kind of angry. You might, wanna, might not want to get near him. <laughs> so. Oh, but, but that's not fair because I'm a big fan of like HGTV and I like to watch people do stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess, and, I, and, I guess you know, I'm your own so, personal version of HGTV I, when I'm out there pruning yeah. the holly bush. Yeah, my Today fear is I go out and find you laying on the heap on the ground. and Right, yeah, that's, so, that's a that's legitimate what I'm fear. There. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I delivered auto parts in college, there was a, uh, one of the mechanics had a sign that said, here's my rate, you know, if you, if you want, my rate is $50 an hour. If you want to watch, my rate is $75 an hour. If you want to help, my rate is $100 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but now I help. I wasn't helping so much when the kids were little. Yeah, yeah. But now, kids... I, now I like to help. Yeah, the kids needed seeing too. So, yeah, th- th- now we work on it together. I hate when you go to a, a high school football game and yeah. someone brings a cowbell or one of those little clattering bells to the football game. Jake, should it be uh, you or me? I- I'll take this one. All right, I'll take your second. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with you, Jake. Agree with Jake. You were as, both wrong. Well, as a coach... If my defense is on the field, I want people in the stands making noise, uh-huh. you know, to yep. screw with the other team's offense. So. And I just like attention. And, you sure. know, it, yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if, I, bring all the noisemakers you want, and when we're on defense, start using them. You know, just, just keep it down when we're on offense. I'm going to do. I'm going to do an episode one day. I'm going to do an episode one day of why rugby is better than soccer and football. 
More And cowbell. one of the things that makes it a better and more civilized game is when they're going to kick a penalty kick or a conversion kick, the entire stadium quiets down. So the kicker... Not true. Not true with all of them. There's one... Which one did you say that doesn't do it? It's Well, it's when Ireland and England are playing. The, the, uh, the, the visiting team will usually get one or two hoots or hollers, but generally the entire stadium gets quiet for the kicker to make a kick. Are there any... People from the visiting team there? Like, Absolutely. So, okay. And you're trying to tell me that they're, they're just... Okay, so either, and when the, And when the visitors are kicking, Jake, the entire stadium gets the quiet. It's the most quiet I have ever seen. I've never seen that at football. But they need to watch football because if they notice... When you put pressure on kickers, they miss. Right. So if they're smart and they want their team to win, they would make noise. But yes. that's not a measure of how good of a team you have. That's a measure of how big of a jerk matter. your it, fan base Joe, is. Joe, it doesn't matter. What matters is did the ball go through the uprights? That's ah. what matters. Uh, what matters is how, yeah. There's, there's, how, but no, there's it does matter how the ball gets there. It does matter how the ball gets no, there. No, it does. Okay, so home field advantage is a thing. That's why you want to get it. You want to play at home. Because then you'll have the people that root for you on your side helping you out. That's why that's a reward in the playoffs, for example. Do you know why I know why I hate about rugby? What, what do you hate about rugby? <laughs> I hate rugby for this particular reason. They wear short shorts and it's gross. <laughs> I don't hate that. No, I was going to say, I like the short shorts. Look Johnny at Connell Murray's legs. <laughs> <laughs> See, she even knows the guy she likes to look at. Johnny Sexton. Who, oh, what's no, his name? No, but you know what I really hate? I hate when I'm sitting at home and watching it and all I hear is... <laughs> <laughs> and you can't hear anything other than the screaming. As I kind of, you have got to turn that down. I will tell you this, that the feed from it's, a lot of these... That's the problem. It's from the a feed. lot of the games, is, they have mic'd the crowd way too much. And, and I'm sure that and, if and I go to a professional enough. football game, that that happens there at the field itself. But when I'm watching on on TV, they hush. Um, they don't hush the crowd. Yeah. But they t- they they tune them down and make this. No, theme. you're 100 percent correct. If you watch an NFL football it's game, it's way more you enjoyable. Can hear, to you watch. can hear the announcers over the crowd clearly. It's yeah. And that is not enjoyable. the case in these rugby games. It's just because they're not mixing the channels right. It's well, just a mixing issue. Sounds like they don't even. It sounds care. like they just lost a fan. Th- th- well, they didn't. Lose, they didn't lose me as a fan. I'm they still watching me. them. Despite their sound mixing. I'm still watching Ireland beat up on Italy and Wales beat up on England this week. Oh, I, I don't know, Joe. I don't think that beating up on Italy in anything other than soccer <laughs> says anything about you. Yeah, well, it was an important game uh, for everybody. Anyway, I digress. We're not. Yeah. This is not a rugby podcast. I wish it was. but <laughs> Nobody else likes to watch the we're game about, but me. We're talking about Joe's human behavior. Right. And the human behavior I... of Europeans that get quiet when the other team kicks. Which is a decent thing to do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's get a over game. Yourse- get over yourselves. And you know what? When we go to the We're Major so League civilized. Rugby games next year, Jake, oh, God. because there will be a Major League team in Washington next year called Old Glory. Okay. Washington Old Glory. And I'm going I'm, to... I'm considering buying season tickets if they have a, a field Keep in considering. Maryland. <laughs> it's $20 a game. How can you not go? I'll go. And you know what? When... when uh, I'm getting team- my kids. Yeah, when the other team's trying to make a kick, I'm going to make noise. Miss! That miss, is the first thing we miss, should do, Jake. We should get a cowbell miss. necklace. And exactly. just take it and go, <laughs> And when you guys are kicked out, you can wait for me because I'm keeping the car keys in my pocket. <laughs> I'll have a set too, you know. You can Uber home. I'm going home in my cowbell. I'm hanging out the window. All right, so let's move on from sports discussions because we're coming back to sports here in a minute. But 
Uh, one of the things I hate is when you're having a party and one of your neighbors decides now is the time to mow the lawn. Oh. I hate that too. Yeah. This happened. This didn't happen to us because we actually have good neighbors. Right? All of our neighbors are great. Our neighbors are fantastic. It didn't happen to us. No, but we were over at uh, some friends' houses one day. We were over at Maria's house, and they have an annual party, or they used to have an annual party now. They still do. Do they still have it? It's a summer swing. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember when we go. Cowbell worthy. Right. So, <laughs> so we went to this party, <laughs> and it's obvious that we're having a party. There's, there's like 30 people over at the house out in the backyard. Yeah, cars parked everywhere. Cars parked yeah. everywhere, and the neighbor who lives in the house behind them it's weird. Their ha- the house that's directly behind them, they look at the front of that house um, instead of piggyback the back of it. It's, it's almost like piggyback, column. yeah. But this guy comes out, looks, surveys the surveys the thing, sees that it's a party, and proceeds to mow his lawn and <laughs> scatter dust all over the party. What a jerk! <laughs> yeah, but I think there's there. I don't. I just don't understand that kind of concept of, of doing that. To not not just. If the I people looked out, own the home, but if the I looked, guests. Yeah, if I looked out and saw my neighbors were having a party, I'd be like, I'll mow my lawn tomorrow. I think I'll throw out some marbles. Right. <laughs> that's it. That's what you'd say if you saw throw out mo- some marbles, then mow your lawn. No. Nah. So now they're now they're projectiles. Right. <laughs> Finally, we're going back to sports for the last thing I hate because it's baseball season. That's coming right. Up. Spring training is going on. We're watching uh, spring training games right now and. I don't know why, because they really don't matter, and I don't watch preseason games very much, but uh, it's good to see baseball being played. But one of the things I hate is when you're looking at a baseball game, you know, the, you, you get the angle of over the pitcher's shoulder down to the batter, yeah, and there's a guy sitting there or a girl sitting there behind home plate, and they're waving incessantly. In like the eighth inning. Right. Hey! <laughs> They've been waving all game. <laughs> right. They've been waving all game at the camera. And I'm like, I see you. I, I see you. Yes. Yes. There you are. Hi. Stop waving. <laughs> I don't want to. Would I, you rather have cowbell? It, uh-huh. Yes. 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 They will kick you out of a baseball game if you bring a cowbell. I've you, never seen that. You, you have seen you have seen the think, signs at yeah. Camden Yards that say no noisemakers. Yeah, and really? Yeah, yep. and if you I don't listen, think I've seen the signs, but I believe you. If you go to the games early enough, they'll have an, like somebody talking over the announcer while they're doing batting practice, right? And it'll be like things you're not allowed to bring to the park: bags over this size. You're not allowed to have bring in outside beverages and food. Yada yada. And one of the well, things actually, is, you can bring in outside beverages la- and food. What? You can bring outside... I uh, know you can bring outside food and... Yeah, outside food and beverages. As long as they're not alcoholic, you can take them into Camden Yards. Well, that's the exception, not the rule, then. Most yeah, places well, don't let you do that. Yeah, they used to be able to, used to, be able to bring anyway, beer into Memorial Stadium. They say... They'll say you can't use noisemakers. Yeah, they'll say that, too. Because no noisemakers. I guess... I, I don't know why. Why, why is that, Jake? Why do you think you're not allowed to bring noisemakers in? Maybe because it's rude... Yeah. The game is not about and, who's rude, who's not rude. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Now, now that now I see now we're baseball's, talking baseball. That's a different kind of sport. There. It is a different. It kind is of a sport. different sport. Joe, yeah, I, I know it's a different Joe, sport. Baseball, but. baseball is kind of like, I, I think George Carlin mentioned this. He had a bit about it where yeah. he's like, baseball, you want it, to, it's so sweet. You just want to go home. <laughs> and football, you know, it's like a very military esque. It's a, it's basically an analogy for war, and you blitz, and there's. And you know, all you throw bombs deep down the field for touchdowns. You're led by a field general quarterback. You know, like it's right. a different, you're trying to trying to gain territory. It, exactly. It's more. It's it's a different 
it's a different concept behind it. It's more akin to battle as opposed to a friendly match of yeah of teams. But uh, I hate those people that wave wave at the wave. At the oh camera. yeah, and you know what's worse is when they're waving at camera and they're on their cell phones because you know they're calling one of their dumb buddies back home. I'm on TV. I'm guys. on TV. Hey, you see me? You that see me? That comes from a guy when we go to a baseball game. We'll record the baseball game. I'll record the baseball game to see if I'm on camera. Hey, we actually caught your friend Gail <laughs> catching a home run ball That's at a Nationals awesome. game. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yay, Gail. And you could see her face as she's like, I got the ball. It was fabulous. That's why I record the game to see if anything like that happens. Mm -hmm. 90% of the time, it's like, nope, don't even see myself. I saw when you and our daughter were up at the, uh, up at the, the, the retrievers game last year where you got your hat signed by Boog Powell. Where his girls, he says. (laughs) Awesome. I'll bet he says that to all the girls. (laughs) (laughs) Hush. Girl can dream, can't they? (laughs) He loved us. We were his favorite. It's that simple. I got a great story about that. Maybe we'll tell that story some other time about that about that event, but because it's a really long and convoluted story. But yeah, we're already getting. It's the Boog Powell story. I'll have to tell that story sometime. So yeah, Badger Joe about the Boog Powell story. We got to get moving. All right, but before (laughs) we get on to Joe rates your hate, here's a promo from another great podcast, the Carrie Oak Big E podcast. All right. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to rise. Do you like comedy, karaoke, and music history? Check out Karaoke Big E with your hosts Kevmo and Big E every Tuesday on your favorite podcast app of choice. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Life. You were only waiting for this moment to be free. Blackbird fly. Blackbird fly. Into the light of Generals gathered in their masses. Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. In the fields of bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. All right, and we're back. So they, they actually do karaoke in their podcast, which is impressive. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's a bold move. Yeah, check them out. They're pretty good. All right, Jake, what do we got for Joe Rates Your Hate this week? We got plenty of hate. Good. Dylan from the Hate Hotline, his his personal Hate Hotline, he hates the people who flock around the free sample carts at Costco and wait for 10 minutes until the next batch of free samples are finished. Meanwhile, they're blocking everyone else. I this... don't know, Jake. I don't know, Jake. I, I What can't. are they sampling? It doesn't. I don't care. What if it's lobster tail? No, it doesn't matter what they're sampling. I know, I know. It doesn't durian. It doesn't matter. I don't need a sample of durian. I already know I like durian. It doesn't matter because, I mean, when I go in there, I as as huge as that place is, I feel claustrophobic because there's so many people there. We went there. You go during the weekend. You're always gonna get that. It's packed today. 
Yeah, anyway. it's just, but it's it's there's so there's tons of people and the carts are so big so one person <laughs> in an aisle it, like you can barely squeeze two They're carts past size, each other. Those carts. Yeah, like you can fit you know like a normal grocery cart you can fit one kid in there. You can fit yeah. two kids. Yeah, two kids Jay, abreast in the Costco cart. Pizza. I do I don't, it doesn't matter. There's not enough space. I, these they people are, are worse than parking lot buzzards. Okay. These are actually Costco sample buzzards. <laughs> That's what these things are. They're, they're just buzzards sample waiting for the buzzards. dead, the Thomas. dead thing. They're, they're the dying thing to die. And then they're just going to come in or and sit down and eat. Ah, I'm just a buzzard. I'm going to eat this, <laughs> this carry on. That's what I think about when I walk by a sample place Buzz. and I see there are a bunch of buzzards <laughs> hanging out. I just keep walking. I don't even stop to see what it is. I'm like, nope, I don't care. It can't be that good. It can't be so good that it's worth 10 minutes of my time well, to sit for a bite of it. Minutes. No, that's not how that works. No, I'm with you, Dylan. That's 100% correct. I'm with Dylan too. Don't get me wrong. It is kind of crazy. And it's very claustrophobic. But Dylan, honey, you need to go at night on the weekdays. There's nobody there. Yeah, that's true. If you do go like on a Thursday night at 5 o'clock, it's empty. What's next, Jake? The next one we have is from the Chewed Gum Podcast. They hate when people talk over you to get their point across. What? <laughs> what do they hate, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> nope. You can't. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Fool me. Well, okay. Yes, I hate this too. I can't, I can't stand, stand this. It. Oh, um, we're going to do this now. now. Are we? Are we this is <laughs> this Lisa, is like the human speech, speech jammer. jammer. I've gotten so good at this that when I took the speech jammer test that I could actually talk even while she's doing this. It's it's pretty... It's a skill that you have to spend some time acquiring. You got about 23 years into this? Yes. Legally? It hurts me, and I'm... You cringe every time I can see it on your face. It hurts. It's okay, Jake. He's lived through it. He looks pretty happy. I, I agree with this 100% Chewed Gum Podcast, and I, I can't stand when people talk over me to get their point across. Makes me crazy. What's next? The next one is, uh, I think Joseph had a story from Brookstone. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a story about something that happened to my son when he was working at Brookstone, which is no longer around unless you're in an airport. But he said, this guy comes into the store today, and he picks up the nose hair trimmer and tries it out. Uh, oh no! Time out though. Right? Why was it out? It's out because you didn't see how it worked. It It had batteries in it. It was working. Well, that's their problem. Why would you put batteries in it? That's just stupid. They had a sign right there that says, "Please do not actually use the nose hair trimmer." Then take the batteries out. Why would you do that? Anyway, the guy comes up to him after he's done and he says, "I don't want it. I don't like the way that works." (laughs) (laughs) And Joseph goes, "That's what the last guy said." Maybe you need a mini vacuum cleaner next to it so it can suck up all your nose hairs, you jerk. They should. They should. Replace the nose hair trimmer with like a, a zapper. Right. Yeah. So you stick it in your nose, <laughs> straight to the brain. It's a taser, <laughs> a brain taser. <laughs> but I mean, I guess because Brookstone has all those multi-use things, right? So it's probably like yeah. a nose hair trimmer back massager, right, or something like that. Right. So that's how they had to have the bat. Yeah. yeah. That's how they had to have the batteries in it, so people could t- take the. The back massager for a test drive. You know? Right. <laughs> anyway, that was a great story he told about. He, he wanted to share that hate about human behavior with us this week. What's next? The next one is from 
shame cast. They hate when adults complain about weather in their area. Move. Mm. I'd love to move. Every, this time every year, I think seriously about moving. Yeah, up until May when you're like, this is great. Yeah, that's true. And every know. time we go away, we come home, you're like, this is home. Yep. I don't know that uh, I agree about that because I know a lot of people that they, they can't move, you know, because of whatever their their job is they just right. have they can only be where those jobs are you know right. it's like if you work in a steel mill or something you can only work where there's steel mills so you you can only live with their steel steel mills so you can't just move to florida if there are no places to work there you know yep yep i say if you want to move to florida so bad change what you do well uh but if that's what i mean if you're work if if you've been working at the steel mill for 20 years and you've got seniority and you're making a decent wage or you can provide for your family and you have to give that up to just, you know, to start from the bottom again. I don't know that that's something that really yeah, makes that sense. Yeah, you, that you really want to do. And at that I, point, I agree. I you know, agree. But then you just go there during retirement. You just do your, what, your next yeah. 10 years? Yeah, and then you retire to Florida. Right, but the point is you got to deal with whatever weather you don't like for 10 more yeah, years. Yeah, and I'm going to complain about it. You know what? Yeah. I don't hate this, shame yeah. cast. I'm sorry. I can't be with you on I, this. I have, I'd have to stand up for the people that that can't move yeah because I, mean, I, I don't want if, i i would like to move to florida for the, for the winter for but every year. my job prohibits it yeah well if you if you have the luxury of being able to pick up and move uh if you would if you wanted to you know you right. say oh i don't like the weather here i want to move then yep. that's then, then yeah then cherish that then you that's, should do that that's and, you're and fortunate be, yes and be thankful for that because there are plenty of people who just simply can't right What's next? The next one we have is from 727 Conspiracy Comedy Podcast. <laughs> they hate holding a handshake way longer than necessary. I don't know. That's a dominance behavior. Yeah, I know. And I hate that you gotta too. Like, who's going to let go first? Yep. You're the weak one. You know what? If, if, if a sales guy does this to me, I let go first and I turn around and walk away. Oh, yeah? That's what happens. Yep. You I like because I, I do the ultimate dominance move and take the sale away from him. No, I'll do the ultimate dominance move. You do that little thing. You take, your, you take your one finger. You could do that, but this is at least acceptable in public. You take your, your index finger and you start tickling their wrist. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Go ahead. Keep holding that handshake. Your Joey loves this. He hate, he loves it when I when I do that. We shake hands and I'll do that to him, and he's like, Ugh. that is one of the most oogie feelings in the world when yeah. you're shaking hands. That's right. Starts. That's why it's a power move. Or, you, or establish dominance. Or if they if they take the middle finger and tickle you the palm of your hand. You ever had that? Nah, but, but that's the thing. He tries to do it back to me, and it doesn't phase me. Here, let me let me show you what that feels like. Here, that's an uh. Okay, stop it. Ah, that... I win. It's almost like an offer. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an offer. It is. That's exactly what I think. Hey, Joe. Gross. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing really good. What Way over mean, here gross? on this side I'm... of the room. Mm, nah. <laughs> What do you no. mean, gross? It's 2019. Joe or Jake? <laughs> Who's Joe? Who's Jake? Uh, <laughs> what's the matter, Joe? He's used to hearing me get you've got Joe. me. <laughs> you've got me all confabulated. Exactly. That's why it's a dominance move. Oh, you are proving my point, Joe. Right. Well, you know, if, if I walked into a into a car car sales or some kind of sales thing like this, and the guy does that to me, I will do that. I will say, "No, we're done," and walk out. And, and that's fine. When he tickles your palm with but his that's... little middle finger, <laughs> no, is that what no, you no. do? You need to you do that. You don't punch him in the face. You need to do that <laughs> no, I don't punch to him, him because because well, that's something that it's it's not like oh, 
what are they going to do? Spit in your food? No, they're going to make, they want to sell you a car. Right. No matter what. So you put them in those positions as much as possible Hmm. because they have to cave. They, again, you can leave and go somewhere else. You have all the power in that situation. Yes, of course. So by all means, walk in there and tickle them with your index finger when you shake their hand. (laughs) So I am in charge and you will listen to me. Lessons in being the alpha male from Jake. That's right. <laughs> so the the last one we have. This is the rant of the week. Is, and it is a rant. <laughs> it is quite an essay. So bear with me here. Who is it? Sheila from Facebook. Yay! She hates about uh, how people are inconsiderate. Yep. She says, this moment's inconsideration is about locker rooms. As a mom of a son who is 10 and still kind of oblivious to the world around him, I have reservations about sending him to the men's locker room after swim lessons. Oh, yeah. I don't know who is in there, and he might be being loud, slow, and leaving his stuff in puddles on the men's room floor. Fortunately, there is such a thing as a family locker room at our pool. Yay. It has three small rooms that close entirely, so the boy can be monitored as needed. Problem. Parents with kids of the same gender who use these rooms. There are only three of them, yet some moms will take up one of them for 30 minutes while they dry and style their daughter's hair, which could be done in the women's locker room. Right. I was a single mom of a daughter for 10 years, and never once did it occur to me to do this because we could both just use the women's room. Right. How damn hard is this, Joe? I can't realistically do the same thing with my son. Right, because they would have to be in separate Correct. locker rooms. That's the purpose of the family right. of the family locker room. Uh. He's too big for that. You know, you have like a three-year-old baby, you know, a little kid in right. the women's locker room is not as big of a deal. Right. Instead, we will wait dripping wet until a dad and his three sons, who could use the men's room, take half an hour in a room. Also, what is taking them so long? Jesus, strip, dry, dress, get out. People are waiting, inconsiderate and unaware. And she has, uh, she continues. <laughs> does she? Now? Yeah, she does. <laughs> Imagine that. Sheila continues. She's still got some in you the go, tank. You go, Sheila. <laughs> She's still got some hate left in the tank here. <laughs> she says, follow-up in consideration, blocking the flow of traffic. Parents at this particular pool will move their chairs six feet from the edge of the wall to the edge of the pool, presumably to be closer to their children in the lifeguarded shallow end. This leads to a walkway that resembles a labyrinth and makes it difficult to get around to other available chairs. If they are that concerned about their kids, I would suggest sitting up and getting in the pool with them. Yeah. Yeah. Six feet isn't going to save you that much time if your kid needs you, and it creates a walking hazard for the rest of the universe. Right. Right. So here's what I suggest you do, Sheila. When these women start pulling the, pulling the chairs out and you, you feel like you have to walk through there, you go directly to the pool manager, who is either a lifeguard or a water safety instructor, and you tell them, that's a safety hazard, and I'd like it taken care of, please. There's a the Because pool. that is a safety hazard. Yeah. And, and, and there is one group of people who take safety very seriously, and that is lifeguards. And Dave Bittner told me this. He said, when you go swimming, that's the only recreational activity where you have someone whose full-time job it is to make sure you don't die. And and huh. when when you hear people yelling, lifeguards yelling, no running, the reason they're yelling no running is because they've seen what happens when you're running and you trip and hit concrete. 
It's oh, not yeah. pretty. That's a face. Oh, that sucks. Mm. It's not pretty. And uh, I'm telling, I'm, I'm, I may sound like I'm talking out a little bit of knowledge in this. That's because I used to be a lifeguard and I used to have to take care of these kind of things. And I used to, and you know, have to deal with inconsiderate parents who thought they knew better, who had no idea what happens and how fast people can get hurt and die in that situation. It is yep. one of the most dangerous places in the world at a pool. There are 2,000 drownings every year at, at private pools. Sheila, just go up and tell them. Yeah, but now about the locker rooms, yeah, that's just downright inconsiderate. Yeah, but it's, but, but about about the people on the side of the of oh, we're the going pool, back. Okay, let's go back. I, to the I would like to go back to that, and I'll okay. tell you why. It's because you know what I I think that I would say first first of all, you're in my eye view of my child at a normal pace of a normal space to right. watch them at the pool right which you know two steps out was it going to be a quarter of a second yeah maybe um at, at best and sit on the side of the pool yeah if sit you on the want side of the to pool. be that close you put your feet in the pool roll your pants up whatever you need to do if you feel that insecure about your child being in a pool or don't let them in the pool without you right or i get just in the don't pool see with the them. point that's what Sheila uh, that's said. Just, yeah. it's crazy yeah get in the pool with them if, yeah, you, if you think you. if you have concerns, the uh, old community pool that I used to go to, the the public pool, you could, you you couldn't get that close. They wouldn't the life lifeguards wouldn't let you. As soon as you moved a chair that close, they'd yell at you. Right, and you know why? Because if a lifeguard needs to move through that area quickly, right. they don't want to be can't. having to hurdle over Ex- chairs. Exactly. So and they, th- then there's your angle, Sheila. Tell right. them that tell them that they're obstructing the way of lifeguards moving around safely. And that, you know what? That makes sense too because it's not just. It's not just the lifeguards. It's not just the parents. It's kids that walk around too. Everyone is in is right. inconvenience now because, and and all the thing is, it's one of those. It's kind of a domino effect as well because right. it all it takes is one person to move up. Yeah, one person moves a chair, then everybody else. And does then, it. like what Lisa was saying, is now other people are like, well, now I can't see my kid, right? Because I'm too far away, and this person's blocking me or whatever. And then yeah. they, they move up, and now, then the it, people it's next a, to them. Move it's a up. safety hazard, and it should be rectified. Yeah. And and that's why I'm harping on this the most because it's actually something you can do something about. The, the, the selfishness in the locker rooms, you know, when you have a family locker room and a guy with three sons goes in and occupies a family locker room site, that's not what the intended purpose of the locker room, the family locker room is. It's so that when I go swimming and my daughter, who's seven, is also going swimming with me and I need to change her because, or help her do something or, or, or if my wife's going with my son and she needs to help him get dressed or like, just like Sheila's saying here, that that's the purpose of it. So that you can have differently gendered parents and children have a, a place where they can, where they can change and, and get the help they need because they're seven to 10 years old or something like that, or even younger actually. So, but what are you going to do? You can't, you can't, you can't, it's not a safety issue. It's just a, it's just a, a, a disgusting display of selfishness from the people. Just give them dirty looks. Get them dirty looks, Sheila. That's that's trip all you can do with that. Uh, trip, yeah, trip the kids. No, no. Oh my god! Do not that's do. Hard. Don't do any of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said that. Don't trip the kids. That's terrible. Don't trip anybody. Yeah. Don't trip people. <laughs> Things Joe hates does not take responsibility for any trippings that may occur. Thanks, Joe. Now we're going to have to spend Great. more of our podcasting dollars on lawyers. <laughs> right. Just one. All right, everybody. Before we go, I want to tell you, uh, go listen to Smashing Security, episode 116. Uh, I think it's a really good episode. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. And uh, you may hear somebody familiar on that like who like um 
Jake? What? No, you no, won't hear no, Jake. Not no, not Jake. <laughs> me? Oh. No, no, I don't remember that. It's me. I'll be on, it's you? I'll be on smashing security this week <laughs> with Graham Cluley and Carol Terrio. It's pretty so awesome. It's it's a good episode. I think you'll enjoy it. It's episode 116. Check it out. And I think you should listen to that show every week. It's a good show and it's approachable. So it's not not very technical. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends and acquaintances. Heck, share it with your enemies too. Also, it would help if you rated us on iTunes or Facebook and liked us or subscribed. That's really what helps, helps us the most is subscribing. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things Joe Hates. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.